BBC Good Food Show winter at the NEC. It is a busy day one already, I am pleased to say. Now, if you are into baking and you don't know the name Jane Dunn, then where have you been? Sunday Times best-selling author and brilliant baker, Jane Dunn. Jane's patisserie joins me in the studio. Jane, really good to see you. Hello, how are you? I'm, all, I'm very well, thank you. Um, and all the better for your books. I cook and I, I'm reasonable. I'm okay. I'm a scratch cook, which is not bad. Yep. Baking, no, I, I register a, a one out of a hundred. I'm sure you're better than you think. Ah, oh, well, thank you. However, I am getting better because I'm taking tips from your books. And I made your um, margarita cupcakes. Yes, they're they amazing. fabulous. Honestly, if you could put a bit of booze in the cupcake, it's going to be good. Yes. And actually, I think I drank more than I put in the cupcakes, but it was, it was a good, it was a seamless transition. A baker's perk. Jane, the, the rise and rise and rise of your books and, and the, the people who follow you online has yes. been immense since the first time we met a, a couple of years or more ago, yeah. isn't it? And now you're on the big kitchen stage. Sorry, I'm, I don't mean to put you under pressure. Oh. That big kitchen stage and thoroughly enjoying what you're doing. It's been an incredible journey, hasn't it? Honestly, it's just absolutely ballooned. I think I was here only a few shows ago on the baking stage. I was like, oh, that's the dream, isn't it? And then I'm, oh, wow, I'm there on the big kitchen stage, baking in front of so many people. But it's just amazing. Like, people want to see it. So I'm there like, yes. Are you at the point now where you get recognised in the street and in Tesco's and oh, things? Oh, yes. And it's the... <laughs> Is that? No. And you can just see their face going, I swear I know her from somewhere. <laughs> um, but no, it's lovely. I always love seeing people that like follow what I do and like seeing what they bake and having a chat to them. I'm usually just sat having a coffee myself, so I'll always chat to everybody. <laughs> What's new in your baking wheel, Jane? Because I know you're constantly looking for new um, ideas and yes. putting new things out there. So come on, tease us. What's, what's coming up? What are the hot things in your kitchen at the moment? Well, at the minute, it's all about everything Christmas, of course, which is exciting. Um, but it's looking into the new year about doing a lot more savoury baking, a bit of cooking as well, because I do love to cook and sort of doing like loads of video things because people love doing more and more at home. And I want to show them how to bake everything and cook everything delicious. That's easy to achieve. Mm. And lots of people looking for, for value in yes. the kitchen from food and things now, aren't they? So yes. maybe in the past, some of the more expensive and exotic ingredients are just left on the shelf a little bit more often. Yeah. So what are the, the big things that people are cooking with now? I think a lot of things are like the simpler bakes. So if you make a sponge, it's a few ingredients and you don't have to decorate it with a buttercream. You could do a simple water icing, which is really simple and delicious and easy. And you can also get the kids involved in it, which I think is really good. Um, and it's also different methods of baking, such as using like the air fryer and microwave and like using less power in the kitchen as well, mm. which is really good. Can you bake in a slow cooker? You can. You can make all sorts like cakes, brownies. You can even make fudge in a slow cooker. That's really easy and it works really, really well. Mm, yeah. It costs about 16 pence a day or something to run a slow cooker, doesn't it? it. Which, is, which is really good. Yeah, yeah honestly, absolutely. I want to do more. I have so many aims for next year of like different methods of doing everything like a cookie in a slow cooker i'm sure we can make it work you have uh, immense experience in in baking obviously your yes. books are phenomenally popular you must come across new things all the time though or all of a sudden you, your, your eyes just go wide and think oh i hadn't i thought of using that or doing that in that way what have there been the things in the in the past sort of 12 months that have caught your eye in that respect to be fair recently it's gone more back to the retro classic flavours, like the idea of doing rhubarb and custard again, like based on, you know, the classic sweets, like they're all coming back, like up into the forefront. And I just want to do those sort of flavours. 
and it's trying to think about how to like have fun with like if there's new like chocolatey spread or anything that comes out i am there and i'm gonna try and put in the cake please don't go back to angel delight and instant no, with no. do you remember those pink oh yeah no that's a little bit too far for me i will admit <laughs> we've moved on so we mentioned um the i think the best-selling book of all time ever in the world uh through uh, on the sunday times uh, yes. site um that must have meant so much to you I genuinely still to this day go how and why and I sort of I see it more and more because some people say that my recipes are too simple but I think that's why they work because I just want to get everyone involved in baking and cooking and I think the ability to get somebody involved in something that's four ingredients they've never baked before in their life it's worth doing and I think that's why it grew the popularity throughout lockdown and even now people realize oh we can actually have some fun whether it's girls night with your friends with your family your kids yeah. and i think that's why it's grown and the book just went with it yeah. mental and some of them actually don't involve what i would call baking at all do they yeah. it's, it's a collection i think there was, there was a father's day one you did is that right where, where there wasn't any, any yeah there's do quite a lot of like no bake desserts yeah, no, as well yeah, just because yeah. they're just simpler and you can throw them together in a few minutes prep it in the morning for when you want it that evening and like on the big kitchen later i'm making my chocolate orange tart and that's what, five ingredients and you can just make it and get it ready. And it's easy. The brilliant show guide uh, that we have here yes. at the NEC has got a fantastic recipe yes. in it from you. Tell us about that. And it's very seasonal as well, isn't it? That's the pavlova wreath, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It is one of those showstoppers that looks so impressive. And if you took that onto your table, everyone would go, ooh, at it because it just looks sweet and delicious. And again, it's very few ingredients easy to make and you can have fun making it as well which is what's more important mm. pavlova is the meringue sort yes. of bit in that see that makes a lot of people nervous meringue Honestly, doesn't it it's so much easier than you think and it's got like a lovely marshmallowy center with the fresh fruit cream a little dusting of icing sugar for like a festive you know snow it's lovely do you taste everything that you bake yes if in doubt, I will always have a bite of something and if it's a cookie or a brownie probably more than just a bite so do you have a sweet tooth I love savoury food as well, but I think there's room for both. <laughs> if you eat savoury, you want sweet. If you eat sweet, you want savoury. And what about those areas, those interesting areas where some experimental cooks and chefs put sweet and savoury together? in Like in a salted caramel. Yeah. No, you see, that blew a lot of people's minds, yes. didn't it? Salt and caramel, that can never work. It sounds counterintuitive, but it's brilliant. Yeah, I'm honestly, if anything sounds amazing, I'm going to try it. And you can get, like, obviously, a lot of, like, cheeses with really strong savoury flavour mm. and then have a really sweet jam or chutney with it it shows that it works <laughs> <laughs> it's about challenging other parts of the taste buds yes, isn't it and i get 100 and the more people think that'll never work the more likely they are to try it because yeah. we're adventurous now with our food aren't we much more so than we ever were yeah if it sounds a little bit weird and wonderful you probably actually want to try it more than your standard bake or cook so yeah. definitely worth doing absolutely now you're in the big kitchens we said later on is there and um, the classic sort of tv thing where you prepare it all and then there's already one made coming out of the oven no? oh yes there will be <laughs> the only thing about a pavlova is you have to wait so long for it to cool <laughs> and to be fair once i forgot i left it in my oven and turned the oven back on the next day so that was a very sad ah. one, meringue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one didn't make it to the no, book, No, not did it? quite. Talking of books, where are we up to? I mean, is your, is your canon, your library uh, increasing this year? Honestly, I'm just, I'm still enjoying the ride of book two because it has just been amazing. And because where it's about all things celebration and celebrating, we've now hit the festive season. So it's mm. all the festive recipes are coming out, like gingerbread mince pies, mince pie brownies. 
And then I look forward to like the Easter rush as well with mini eggs and all sorts. So it's fun. Yeah, actually think about it. Easter comes next and then there's something that we, we base our... A lot of our, of, of our things throughout the calendar are based on food and yes. food coming into, I guess there's a religious element to some of it, but it's interesting how food sits in history, doesn't it? And how yes. it's part of, of how we evolve. Yeah, no, definitely. And like, you'll always have trends there and ideas and you sort of go, ooh, it's becoming the really like tasty season, like Christmas. You know, you're going to get a load of roast potatoes and mm. cosy food and, oh, I love it. Um, the BBC Good Food Show here at the NEC has a lot of producers here. People producing brownies and all sorts of things, yes. which I know you, you obviously have a quick scout around uh, to have a taste of. It's interesting, isn't it, to see how many people now are perhaps changing direction and, and putting their heart and souls into their passion, which is food. Yes, I think it's amazing to see and I love it because if people are passionate about something, they should do it. And if it translates into food, that's even better because so many people can enjoy it as well then, yeah. which is what I love. Yeah. Um, and just finally, um, lots of gadgets here as well. I've been looking at some which I can't afford, but they are amazing. <laughs> um, a, a good Christmas idea. Lots of people here buying for people for Christmas. Yes. Um, a gadget or a kitchen implement or something, apart from your books. Okay, I'm going to take that <laughs> as, as a red. Um, uh, what would you recommend? I think, especially for a baker, you just want a little bundle of just the cake tins. Mm. I know it sounds so simple, but using the wrong size tin can ruin anything. And once you have a good quality one, it will last for forever mm. and it's worth it. Oh. For me, that is an important thing. Don't skimp on it. Invest. It's an yes, investment isn't exactly. it, in the kitchen. Fantastic. BBC Good Food Show Winter is at the NEC in Birmingham, bbcgoodfoodshow.com for more information and how to buy tickets. Jane, uh, as always, an absolute pleasure to catch up with you. Have you written your letter to Santa yet? Oh, no, I will be doing that ASAP. What's going to go on it? What's on it? Of course, more baking things. <laughs> more equipment all sorts <laughs> anything baking please exactly. send it to, to jane dunn jane's <laughs> a pleasure to catch up with you enjoy the rest of thank the show thank you for having me